0: This is the American Real Estate Show, and I'm your host, Tristan Almada. This show is an experience that happens typically through YouTube and plays into Facebook. Now it's a podcast. So, this is where you're going to learn what the latest news is about real estate so you stay informed and you can make better decisions because, at the end of the day, I mean, the American dream is still alive. Let's go. I'm back, it's Tristan, and should I say welcome back, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. I feel like this is like a a daily real estate show only because there's so much that's happening today. I'm gonna bring you some data. I want you to pay attention to the data I'm bringing you from Altos Research and a couple of other articles. This is really great data for you. I'm putting the links up on the YouTube side so you can take a look at them, you can share them, you can dissect them on your own. But the most important part about this is, this is this is my opinion, and I love it when you come back to me and say, Tristan, it is not like that. This is how I see it, because I'm learning from some great comments. Now, if you're just going to call me a clown, <laughs> it's, it's going to be a funny comment, but I have nothing to learn from those comments. So let's dig right into this. The very first thing I'm gonna show you on my screen is an article from our friends over at Axios. It's called, The Real Estate Frenzy Is Over. Now, is it really over, though? I mean, that's my big question. And this is what they're saying in regards to why it's over, or at least the frenzy part is over. I'm gonna zoom in here so we can read this together. And it says, the buyers just stopped buying said Shauna Pendleton, an agent with Redfin in Boise, Idaho, right, where everybody jumped in during the pandemic. Until recently, one of the hottest markets in the country, Californication, as she called it, (laughs) that's funny, I'm in California, that's actually funny, as she called it, drove an influx of buyers from the West Coast, flush with cash, courtesy of also formerly booming stock market. And, I mean, real estate is more expensive in California, so cash out over here, you buy anything in cash over there. Some listings now sit for weeks without even showings, she said, like this four-bedroom priced at 89,0. dollars 42 days without a look-see. Hmm, that's, that's interesting. 42 days when the average days on market is about 17, 18 days. In Dallas, Redfin agent Robin Glacier said five people showed up to an open house last weekend. Previously, there would have been a line out the door. That's true. It's slowing down. It's completely different, it's a different market now, said Glacier, who works with homes priced around 400,000. And the average price point, will show you, it's a little over, over 400,000. The change is a boon for some buyers, like those relying on FHA loans that require only 3.5% down, she said. In old times, they were often outbid by cash buyers. Now this is important to take a look at, because all throughout the nation we're seeing different things. That's only one look, and it's a very isolated look, at it's very one-dimensional. They're just showing the places that are struggling to sell homes. Yet if we take a look at other places, and I just did a, a quick search, you can do this as well. I'll show you the search term so you can get a, a better picture. Just type in real estate news, like I did on Google at the top. And as you scroll down, it's gonna tell you a different story. It's gonna tell you a story of a mixture of, of what's actually happened, happening. And you can see here as I scroll down, it says the lat. The last housing bubble missed Texas, which, which we went over that. Real estate investment firms are crowding the housing market in Columbus and similar cities. So stop Googling bubble. You can start seeing here as well. Man, it turned out, it turned out big. So all of these places, and I can go to the next page too, so I can show you. There are different things that are happening all over the United States. We're seeing Florida still having a hot market, parts of California, parts of New York. So it's a mix. And I don't want you to lose the big picture here. I want you to understand that it's regional. And we're going to use some data to show you exactly what's happening, to show you that there's no reason to freak out. There's no crash. There is no bubble as of yet from what we're seeing. And that's why I love the data I'm about to show you from my friend Michael over at Altos Research. Here's where I'm gonna start with Altos, source Altos Research. You can find Altos Research, just go Google it, and you can follow him on all different social platforms. Michael's a good dude. Total inventory homes for sale in the US, single family residences. And this right here, at the very end, you see it says, this little spike, It says January 22. Well, this is showing May as of last week. What was that week, May 15th through the 21st, around there? That's what we're talking about here. That week had a spike of 8%. That's a lot of unsold homes. It's like, whoa, whoa, what? What just happened? There's a massive spike. There's an up. There's an uptick there. And I think that's important to understand because a lot of us are like, whoa, is there a lot of inventory? Is there not? Well, this gives you an exact glimpse of what's happening as of last week. Because a lot of the data that we get is is like older, April, sometimes March, and we don't know what's happening. You saw yesterday the results for new home sales and construction dipped dramatically 16%, but that's last month. Let's see what happens this month. We won't even know until next month. This is why I love this. And If you dig into this, now this is a little bit more complicated to understand, but I'm going to dig into it with you so you can fully understand what's happening. On, I'm going to zoom in here on the right, which is this red little area over here. You see this spike, uh, this little bar or this little line all the way up, twenty-six thousand. This is what just happened. There was a spike of homes that went up. It's a it's an influx of homes. And when you see negative here, that means that there were there were just less homes. It's like oops, there weren't enough homes that that time. Now. We're seeing an influx of homes, but don't freak out because check out over here, 2016, and we know 2017 and 18, there was no crash. There was no bubble. There was also a spike at the same time. In fact, it was a spike of just a little bit over what we're seeing today, in inventory, right? And so a lot of people are freaking out because they go with emotion. They go with what they think is reality based on what they're hearing. This is actual data to show you as of right now, From everything we're looking at, it seems like we're just heading into a normal market, especially heading into what we typically see May, June, and July be. And that's a pretty hot market. And so this is why we're still seeing demand in a lot of areas as well. So when we take a look at this graph, know that that's what it is. And this gets even better because Altos Research also provided this one. You see over here on the left, we're gonna zoom in a little bit more, May 22, that's that's right now. You saw here this week more new listings. 84,000 didn't sell immediately, but 26,000, let's just call it 27,000 did. That's a decline in 24%, but don't freak out because look what happened over here. Same time period, May, a year ago, of new listings went into contract immediately. So a slight decline, not a lot. See, when you take a look at the numbers, you don't don't start freaking out. You're like, oh, okay, I got it, right? There's a rise and the next graph is even more beautiful. The one over here is beautiful. But if you see here, there's a rise and there's a dip. There's a rise because in some cases, the market does go through this process unless there's something freaky that happens like what happened with the pandemic. Now let's go to the next one. This also shows you the steady increase over the years from 2016 all the way to where we are now in the present. It's shown you that price points have gone up significantly. Look, slowly up, slowly up. And right here, that's when the pandemic hit. We were at 340,000 as a median price for the United States. And now all of a sudden we're at 443, right? This summer's plateau. That's the estimate, right? So new listings coming in at 429. But some people are saying, hey, we grew way too fast. We're due for a dip. And I'm telling you, if the demand is still there, because 5.5%, even 6% interest rates aren't crazy interest rates for these prices. We just have to wait to see what happens with the economy, what happens with the unemployment, what happens with everything else. So right now, stop freaking out, please. There is nothing to freak out about. Just make sure that you're paying attention to the market. This is why I keep on giving you all of this data. So now we go over here to the bottom. It says percent of properties. Let me zoom in here because you might be seeing my face on the right. Percent of properties with recent price reductions. Now, again, this is the little red area. We're the red. All right. Follow the red. We're seeing this darker red. And all of a sudden this week, we're seeing 21, let's call it 22 percent of the homes out there are having price reductions. And you may be thinking, holy cow, you see that's that's what I'm looking at. Now all of a sudden, prices are going down, one fifth of everything. Oh my gosh, Tristan, the, the market's going to tank now. And I'm gonna say, hold on just a second, because I've got data right here. Let's take a look at 2018 rising rates. Price reductions peaked at 37.2%, and you know what? I'm gonna stop sharing really quick right now to to talk to you. The average in price reductions is typically 30%. We're not even there yet. So when somebody tells you, or when you listen to people that think they know what's going on, the fact is none of us know what the hell's going on. This is why I'm following the data. As soon as, as soon as we see something that says, oh, now we're in trouble, right? Then we'll be able to see it unfortunately it usually happens, and then it's too late. From what we're looking at now, there is there is no bubble. There is no crash. It's all about everything coming together. In most markets, it's going to be pretty easy. Some markets maybe hit a little bit harder than normal. But look, at the end of the day, I'm also taking a look at some leading indicators. And some of those are this. Pay attention to this one. A leading indicator, and I'm going to go over this in probably in the next couple of videos on what leading indicators we should be paying attention to. If you visit uh, Mortgage News Daily, and I'll put up the link here, this one, let me just zoom in for you because this is a good one. These are the applications for loans. Now, I I took off the refinance, they're, they're black. I left it on the blue one. Now you can see since 2013 where they were and all of a sudden it started going up. And oh, what happened here, right? We know what happened, the pandemic hit drop and then it went back up, 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 and then went down, and then it went back up, and then look where we're at. It's coming down. Now, this is a challenge because if this remains low, then it could be an indicator as to where we're heading. Unless people can qualify now. Not only are prices high at 440, you saw that the average median is 440,000. On top of that, the interest rates could go up. So I'm saying that, they already baked in all of the time the Fed's going to meet and increase their rate. They already baked that into the mortgage rates. So we should be fine. So we're not going to see incremental increases on the mortgage interest side. We're not going to get up to seven or eight, right? The Fed's job isn't to destroy the housing market, hopefully. So we're safe. Five and a half, six percent. And so as people get used to that, we should be seeing that up go up a little bit. Let's keep an eye on that because that is a leading indicator. And if you have any questions, look, please throw them on here. I want to know more. If you find a source that I didn't touch on, and I've touched on a whole bunch over the last 30 days because I'm going live daily, please go to my YouTube channel, watch them there inside the descriptions where I put all of these links. So you have the data and look, I'm not selling you anything. So when you go to those channels and you're like and you hear people say, Hey, I'm selling this, buy some gold, I'm into crypto, I'm a coach, I'm not selling anything. I do this because I want to keep you informed. I'll see you tomorrow.